Welcome back to the Pastor's Table. I'm Pastor Jason. In today's episode, we are going to start a new subject, and that is prayer. And all month long, we're going to be talking about prayer and the different kinds of prayer. We're going to be talking about heartfelt, real prayer, but for the purpose of being effective when we pray, and not just spewing out a bunch of things that we learned somewhere down the road and, and trying to see what happens and, you know, shake prayer and throw it out and see if anything happens, if God answers that. We want to be effective in prayer. And we're going to be talking about principles. We're going to be talking about different kinds of prayer. We're going to be talking about heart attitude and faith and all these things that cause prayer to be effective. Join us today. Happy New Year! <laughs> so glad to be in 2022. This is an awesome time to just get ourselves in gear and get ready for what the Holy Spirit is doing. Mm -hmm. I believe that there are some wonderful things that are taking place, promises of God coming to pass. A couple of, of months ago, the Lord really spoke into my heart about what was coming, and He gave me this word, shake the ground, mm. and get that ground ready. Get the, that shovel in the ground and make ready for what God is about to build. So that's why we're, we're starting this year with some different emphasis. Well, not so different for us. We're, we like to pray. If you haven't figured that out yet, listening to our episodes, you'll find that if, as you go through, we talk about prayer and the Holy Spirit a lot. Mm -hmm. But there's a fresh uh, emphasis we want to put on prayer. And so we're going to be going that way, talking more about prayer and making our best ways and, and speech and sometimes when we talk about the Holy Spirit we have trouble like putting words to things because we're using Christian words and we're trying to help ask for help and wisdom how to share with you words to explain some things that are kind of different but you'll get there just keep just keep going and your understanding will come we'll believe God for that as we talk about some things that are spiritual sometimes they can sound spooky they're not God is real and these aren't cunningly devised uh, fables that we're talking about. These are real things, and we can access things in prayer and, and have a wonderful, blessed prayer life as we learn to have better conversations with God. So I'm starting today in Hebrews chapter 5, and I'm going to start at verse 6. And it says, uh, he said also in another place, You are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. It's talking about Jesus who in the days of his flesh, when he walked around on the earth as in the Gospels, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death and was heard in that he feared. Though he were a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered." There's so much in these verses, and that's why we're going to be taking some time, offering some special training in this as well it, it, during the month of January, where we can come together and, and learn about these things in a greater depth. But we're going to start with that today and, and tell you that there are things that we can learn that Jesus already paid for. Mm -hmm. If he's already paid for suffering, our prayer life shouldn't be one of the things we're suffering. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> he's a priest and he's working for us and he's made these intercessions and we can partner with him in what he's done and have such a great time talking with him. Amen. 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 Such a great couple of verses. 
you know, there's um, often when we start talking about prayer, I've heard it said this way, and it's funny, so I, you know, I, can I, I relate to it a little bit, uh, about how some, often we think about prayer, and um, what we've done is we've taken all the different kinds of prayer and mixed them all and shook them up in the same bag and dumped it all out and called that prayer. Mm-hmm. But there's actually different ways to pray and different aspects of prayer that we can be involved in. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there is a time, actually, to pray if it be your will. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But it's not the time to pray that when God's will is expressed in His Word to us. Mm-hmm. So there are things like that. There's a time to pray if it be your will. Like, for example, um, you're thinking about moving, right? Mm-hmm. And you're thinking about, well, I don't know which way. I, I'm thinking I might move here, I might move there. Lord, if it be your will, I will go here. But And in that, it's not a matter of roll the dice and see what happens. Mm-hmm. If it be your will, it can be, you know open and available to hear his leading and direction where he shows you his will, mm-hmm. right? So right. there's proper ways to pray mm-hmm. and not just to throw it all up and uh, into one big mix and dump it all out and say, well, I prayed today, mm-hmm. right? There's a place for confession. Mm-hmm. There's a place for using the command style of prayer and, you know, uh, especially when you're dealing with things that are oppositional mm-hmm. where God's word's already concerned, but you don't pray that way and command people to get saved. That's right. not how you, you don't mm-hmm. pray for them in that way. No. So it's good for us to know and understand how to pray, different ways to pray. Um, another one is intercession. And there's a lot of things that are being called intercession that are, that are not, mm-hmm. right? But uh, I mean, even in talking about intercession, Jesus is the great intercessor. He's the one that stood in the gap for all of mankind. And so when we intercede for other people, we get to partake of that part of his ministry. Mm-hmm. That's his priestly ministry that we're just reading about here. We get to partake of that, and it's a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. But there's more than one way to pray. So mm-hmm. I believe as we go on in the next few, uh, well, in January particularly, we'll discover and learn about different ways that we can pray and be effective in it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We want to help you feel good about what you're saying and, and, and so that you don't feel lost. How many people have said, you know, we see them in social media, there a, a care or concern comes up. Well, mm-hmm. what style of prayer do we use for that? Mm-hmm. Or we just dump out the bag, see what falls. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well, we'll pick the blue method today mm-hmm. or the red method. We're gonna speak the blood. Oh, we're gonna call on the Holy Ghost. Because I think in the Bible it talks somewhere about blue representing the Holy Spirit, <laughs> right? So, and we, we, you know, shake the bag. I don't know, what are we gonna say? I don't know, Pastor, I don't know. What word are you standing on? Do you mean I have to take my Bible, put it on the floor and stand on it? <laughs> it's, it's funny, but <laughs> sometimes we use phrases, what, what word are you standing on, sister, brother, uncle? <laughs> and it, it is funny. I mean, when we think about it, we have funny language. There was one particular family and they were not English first, first language. And they had heard about some of these things and how the Word of God will heal. And so they were expecting to have a miracle or they were going for surgery in their heart. They needed five bypasses. This person was in some kind of situation. So before he went in the night before and he'd heard about, you know, from the pulpit that the Word of God spoken over you will heal you. The Word of God will cover you and it'll heal you. So he took his Bible that night, went to bed, put the Bible on his chest. (laughs) And wouldn't you know, so he goes in for the surgery and they're like, well, we're just gonna 
fix this up. He didn't end up having five bypasses. They, did, they didn't even end up cracking his chest. They did just one little angiogram type deal. And, it, and they sent him home. We don't know what happened to you. Maybe the, the results we had before were wrong. Maybe we had a bad thing. So he comes back and tells us that he's excited. Oh, wow. Now his wife is needing surgery on one of her legs. She said, well, that worked for him. So it's going to, and sure enough, whatever was wrong, she laid, put that Bible on her leg. And, and in the morning, she was healed. Mm-hmm. That was their faith, though. Yeah. yeah. It mm-hmm. wasn't about standing on the word or laying the word on your body. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we want you to come to a place where, where the word really takes hold in a different way, mm-hmm. in a real way. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And that's how we shake things. Absolutely. You know, that's how, how when we take that time to hear God and, and learn about the prayers and uh, the different ways of praying, that we can really shake things and shake things up in this world and and for God and and open people's eyes and and get people saved and get people healed and and walking with God and walking in his 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 provision in our lives and and that's an amazing thing mm-hmm. amen yeah, yeah. amen and we're not actually talking about like actual earth shaking mm-hmm. but <laughs> yes thank well, you but yeah. that agitating people who maybe need uh, need that little you know bump you know mm-hmm. or need that little something because when when things are agitated uh it's easy to move things get things in the right place you know when they're moving around and and uh, I just uh, I was just listening to Jesse Jesse Duplantis. He was talking about Paul and uh, the criticism of Paul being a pestulum fellow. Mm-hmm. I think it's in Acts uh, in twenty four, uh, a pestulous pestulum fellow, and 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 being a pest. And uh, and so c- can you imagine that was agitating? Mm-hmm. And so being that agitator to go out there, yeah. and we're not like I'm not saying pick a fight, <laughs> but. <laughs> But when, sort of. <laughs> but when Jesus went around, you knew where he was. Yes. He caused That's a ruckus. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and to know that, like, you know, while he's going places and healing people, people are running, you know, people are talking. There's a lot of, you know, this, oh, Jesus did this for me. Oh, come see this man. You know, mm-hmm. people's lives were disrupted. You know, like people, you know, I don't want to go to the market. I want to go see, hear Jesus. So, or I want to go see Jesus. And so, and then other person's like, you know, hey, I wanted to buy like my, I needed, needed to do my trading at the market. Where is this, where is this person? Um, oh, and then seeing, oh, Jesus is here. And what's that all about? It's just this ruckus that's created. Mm-hmm. And, um, and don't you know that Jesus disturbed our lives? <laughs> he stops where you, where you are and he agitates and he does things but it's good. Yeah. It's good. You want to break us out of old ways of thinking, <laughs> old, our old habits, hearts that are just hard and just agitates it and cracks it open and makes it fleshy once again. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the uh, top load washing machines that have the agitator in the center. Without that agitator in the center, the, the clothes don't come the cleanest, cleanest that mm-hmm. they need to. That's right. <laughs> In the honesty of, of, of prayers and, and you know, the, this here, that if I don't close my eyes <laughs> and I don't fold my hands, it's not going to be heard correctly. I remember when, when I was in a, a class on teaching on prayer, they said, open your eyes, you're allowed. I was like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know I'm like, Can peek I a moment. Uh, <laughs> am I allowed to look while I pray? Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, watch and pray is another, you know, <laughs> get your eyes open. It's all, it's okay. Your prayers, uh, all of these things that kind of 
just sneak in there mm -hmm. that are, are ideas about prayer that, no, it's okay to open your eyes. Mm -hmm. And the only reason we ever did that in an altar call was to, to avoid the shame of going to the altar, which is not like right why? either. Mm -hmm. Probably yeah. good for it's another It's good. Session. They're going to get free. <laughs> That's oh, right. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a celebration, yeah. not, a, not a point of shame or embarrassment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, even the one raising your hand when you're getting saved, mm -hmm. you know, like, oh, everybody, eyes closed, uh, everybody, you know, if you if you want to accept Jesus, raise your hand. And then they all come to the front, and you're like, well, why did we close our eyes? Then? <laughs> you know, exactly. <laughs> That's what I always question. But anyway, <laughs> I was like, why? You know, yeah, cheer them on. We yeah, don't yeah, need yeah, yeah. the people are responding. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Different ways that we don't need to do. And like, yeah. they weren't, Jesus never said to do that. No. You know, why do we? think we need to. Well, there's some Old Testament in there creeping yeah. along that's mm -hmm. got a lot of rules. Mm -hmm. We yeah. like the rules. And sometimes we think it's the rules that will bring the result. Mm -hmm. And yet sometimes it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there like, are certain things. Like, <laughs> like this example that you brought up, mm -hmm. you know, that they, that okay, so I put it on, I put the Bible on whatever's hurting, then it's going to be healed, like a, a turning it into a rule. Mm -hmm. It worked for them because they had faith. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so understanding that it doesn't work because we say it a certain way, because we closed our eyes, that we went down on our knees, that we, you know, however, mm -hmm. you know, we need to do it because we're so sincere, we need to lay down and sweat. Mm -hmm. Then, then our prayer is answered. No, we don't have to beg. Oh, amen. We don't have to beg to have prayers answered. Mm -hmm. We just have to believe. There is a place for earnest heartfelt yes, prayer, yes. but that's not the same as begging. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, please, Lord. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and some people, they might be in some difficult situations mm -hmm. where they're like, God, i got to get you to move. Yeah, that's right. But they, it's not necessarily a prayer of desperation mm -hmm. that causes God to move. The Bible talks about, uh, in James chapter 5, it says that the earnest heartfelt prayer of a righteous mm -hmm. man makes much power available in the Amplified Translation, it says mm -hmm. it that way. Mm -hmm. And that Elijah was, uh, you know, a man just like us. In other words, there was nothing special about Elijah, but he prayed mm -hmm. and God caused the heavens to be shut up for, you know, three years. And then Elijah prayed again and God caused the heavens to open up and mm -hmm. the rains came. So um, there was nothing special about Elijah in and of himself. The thing is, is that he had an earnest, heartfelt prayer and lived as a righteous man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So God was able to hear that prayer and move in, uh, in Israel. Mm -hmm. And similarly, there are things that God wants to do in our lives personally, in the lives of our family and friends, and in our church, in our city, our nation, and so forth. Uh, it's important that we take time to pray, not out of religious duty, right. not just trying to follow a, a system or a format of prayer, yeah. but to have an earnest and heartfelt prayer yeah. that allows, that opens the door for God to move in our midst. Mm -hmm. And quite often we don't see those things happen because we haven't taken the time to pray. You know, mm -hmm. I know as Word of Faith people, sometimes we take the shortcut. Well, I'm just going to confess it and be done with it, mm -hmm. you know. And, but that's not necessarily the right. way that things need to happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, if our heart's not in it and we're just saying it just because, you know, I'll just confess it and be done because that's the easy way, right? Then there's no faith really in that. That's mm -hmm. right. And uh, there's no heartfelt aspect to that. Mm -hmm. But to take the time, and it does take some time. I mean, if it's in your heart to take some time to 
lay that out before the Father and, and expect for God to move and change things. Mm -hmm. But as believers, that's something that we can all do. Not everyone's called to be in the pulpit. Not everyone's called to, mm -hmm. you know, public ministry. But everybody can pray. Mm -hmm. All believers can pray. Amen. And uh, Ephesians chapter 6, it talks about that in, in uh, verse 18. I mean, we like the, you know, the, the armor of God scriptures, and we talk about all that, and, and so on and so forth, and get all excited about that, and then forget all about verse 18 that comes right on the heels of that. Yes. That says, pray at all times in the Spirit, mm -hmm. with all kinds of prayer and entreaty. Mm -hmm. To that end, keep alert and watch. Now, when it says to that end, it's so that you can pray. Mm -hmm. yes. Stay alert so mm -hmm. that you can pray. Yeah. Think about the disciples with Jesus. They just had a big meal. They're, you know, they, they just had this wonderful last supper. Well, they didn't know it was the last supper. <laughs> but they had this wonderful meal. Now they're going out into the garden. They're all sleepy and heavy with sleep because they ate a lot of food, probably. Mm -hmm. And they've been singing some songs. And Jesus says, just stay alert and pray. Mm -hmm. Right? And it's still the same command today. Mm -hmm. We can get busy with life and doing things and, you know, get full of you know, life's stuff and not be alert mm -hmm. and not staying up to, to pray, to watch and pray. But he's saying here to pray for that purpose, interceding in behalf of the saints. Mm -hmm. That's what Jesus was doing that we read about in Hebrews. Mm -hmm. Interceding. That's what he was doing. And it says, And pray also for me that utterance may be given me, that I may open my mouth to proclaim boldly the gospel, mm -hmm. uh, the mystery of the gospel. And he's talking about as he ought to. Mm -hmm. And uh, quite often when we take time to pray, it allows God to move in our midst with the gospel, with power, working and operating in other people's lives. Mm -hmm. And these are the things that we want to see happen. Absolutely. Right? And yet prayer is one of those things that allows, that opens the door for God to begin to move in these ways in our lives. Mm -hmm. I think recognizing the, that there are kind of, let, let me loosely say this, rules. Mm -hmm. There are certainly uh, some biblical uh, parameters around prayer, like you said, and when to use which prayer and, and, and not using just the, if it be thy will, and tag it on to every prayer. And, and, and traditions. And so we identify where they kind of cross over and mix up with one another. What I do know is this, one of the easiest rules that everyone can, can operate in is you want to have a pure heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we can do that. And sometimes we come to the place where we are not able to, to come to faith for someone else because we've got a bit of a mess to deal with. And we, we harbor that. So if you know you've done your best, God, I receive your forgiveness. Mm -hmm. It's not so much about the repenting part, because I think people overdo that end. Mm -hmm. I think it was Andrew Womack who says, careful, you're going to wear out your rededicator. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm rededicating my life. I'm going to start over. I'm going to start over. <laughs> this time. This time. This time. This time I'll get around. <laughs> and so there's that repetitive thing. But it is about receiving forgiveness and knowing you're forgiven. Because what happens then? Is it then if you move out and what I think you call it command type prayer where you're mm -hmm. dealing with the enemy or something, if that's not resolved or there's a, there's an invitation to go back to what you failed in, that that thing will rise up in that moment and say, you know what, mm -hmm. you don't have the ability to do that. You're not clear conscience. You've got something wrong with you. Mm -hmm. Your prayer's not going to be effective. Mm -hmm. It's not going to hold that power because you haven't dealt with X and Y and Z. And, and sometimes the enemy will do that. That's from the enemy and sometimes your own flesh 
that reminds him mm -hmm. that you continually spoken out of your mouth, oh, I'll never get this right. Mm -hmm. Well, that's you, that's not the enemy that's saying that. Mm -hmm. So we recognize, do your best to receive God's forgiveness. I trust that. Mm -hmm. And then you'll be able to move forward when there is a situation like that and, and come into prayer with a, a, a cleansed heart, a cleansed mind, and ready to receive those words, ready to go forward, so that when he is speaking something, and go this way. Mm -hmm. it, it, you're not you know, concerned with that olden thing sitting on your shoulder, <laughs> talking when he shouldn't be. <laughs> you know, you can tell the devil, yeah, you're right, I'm not qualified, but Jesus in me is qualified. There you go. That <laughs> make, that's what makes me qualified. Mm -hmm. Amen. And that, that happens sometimes even for people who are ministering. Yeah. You know, and I'm grateful for this. The, the, the Holy Spirit's not going to correct you when you're stepping out. He might later on have a discussion with you, mm -hmm. but not when you're stepped out in boldness. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind. He's loving. Yeah. Receive his forgiveness. Yeah. Know yeah. he's at work. And know he wants to have a deeper conversation with you. Mm -hmm. What's that with all of us? Mm -hmm. Relationships are built through conversations. Yeah. And the greatest conversation we can have with is with, with, with Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. We can talk. We can talk to him. Yeah. Don't overcomplicate it. No. <laughs> start with where you are. That's right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And this is a great way to start this year. Mm -hmm. Deciding to have a deeper relationship, a deeper understanding of the Holy Spirit. And know he's going to talk to you too. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm.